Hello and welcome to another Fundamentals of the Future episode of the EG Property Podcast, our series of discussions looking at real estate's role in the climate crisis. I'm your host for today, EG Editor Sam McClary. In this episode, I sit down with George Roberts, outgoing chair of the Property Advisors Forum and head of UK and Ireland at Cushman and Wakefield, Sarah Ratcliffe, Chief Executive of the Better Buildings Partnership, and Emily Hamilton, Head of ESG at Savills Investment Management, to talk about the very real need to close the skills gap when it comes to sustainability in real estate. The BBP, with funding from the Property Advisors Forum, has launched a new training programme focused specifically on the advisory sector. The course, which follows the success of a similar training programme launched last year for the Portfolio Fund and Asset Management community, will be delivered again by specialists Hillbrick. In this discussion, we talk about how vital education is within all parts of the real estate sector if the industry, as one of the biggest emitters of carbon, really is to play its part in solving the climate crisis. Listening in is just the first step of the journey. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the EG Property Podcast, a really important episode of the EG Property Podcast because we're talking about uh, skills and we're talking about um, the the very real need for the real estate industry to, to tool up when it comes to understanding um, the uh, climate crisis and, and the important role that real estate has to play in in some part, hopefully a big part in in fixing the the challenge that we all face at the moment. I'm very, very honoured to be joined by three of my favourite people uh, in this industry, three um, very smart, uh, dialed in and passionate people about um, the environment too. Uh, So I'm joined on this podcast with Sarah Radcliffe from the BBP. Hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Hi, Sam. Nice to be here. Excellent. Nice to have you. George Roberts from Cushman and Wakefield. George, how are you doing? Sam, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm, I'm reeling from your introduction, so thank you for such flattering words. And last but by no means least, the woman who tells us that the world is on fire, the very wonderful Emily Hamilton from Savills I Am. How are you doing, Emily? Hi, Sam. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. So we're here today because... Um, very recently, the BBP launched the second in its um, tie-ups with uh, Hillbreak to deliver some really vital training to the real estate community, uh, and this time focusing on uh, the advisory community, a huge part of the real estate community, uh, uh, which have a vital role to, to play. And I guess, Sarah, I'm going to start with you first. Why... Why did you launch this um, second in the the training um, uh, uh, pieces with Hillbreak to to skill up the uh, advisory community? Well, Sam, as we've discussed on kind of numerous uh, occasions, uh, I think one of the biggest challenges in terms of delivering on our sustainability promises as a sector is the lack of skills. And quite often when we think about skills shortages, uh, people think about contractors, about heat pump installers, about that delivery end of the market. And one of the things with the first course that we looked at was that actually it's the investment decision makers that also need to be upskilled. And uh, that was really where the first course came from that was focused on asset managers. And uh, having had such huge success with that course, with now over 600 people registered, 
uh, we looked at the market and said, well, actually, you know, in terms of um, other uh, parts of the profession that need upskilling, who are the really critical people to these clients who are making these decisions? And of course, the advisors came to mind. And a little while ago, um, I met with George and other members of the Property Advisory Forum, and um, there was some feedback from the BBP members in particular that uh, they really didn't feel that they were getting the advice that they needed in terms of sustainability issues. And so that's really when we when we sort of developed and launched the uh, course based around asset managers, we then began to look to the advisory community and say, well, actually, this is a community that really needs to up its game and really needs to upskill if the clients are going to get the advice that they need. Thank you. George, you, you, if people could see this podcast, I'd see you nodding, nodding along there. Do you, are you, um, do you feel that your community, the the advisors, do need a lot of help when it comes to, when it comes to the um, S of ESG, E of ESG? Sorry, probably the S too, to be honest. I, I think everyone, everyone needs help, and I think um, many, many firms, uh, including our own, are, uh, have their own programs of, of trying to improve knowledge and to develop knowledge so that we can be. Um, effective in advising clients but but across the industry ev- everybody needs to raise their knowledge um, new information is 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 being made available all the time I think it's really really important that we don't take a uh, a kind of proprietary view on uh, on that and really collectively come together to try to help each other uh, improve knowledge across the across the industry the better the knowledge the the greater the impact that we can create so Massive credit to Sarah and the team for the programme which they developed uh, with the asset managers. And I, re- I remember um, pushing Sarah quite hard to say, come on, why, ca- why can't we be involved? And Sarah politely sort of said, look, thank you, but we've got our hands full with what we're doing. Um, so I was delighted when Sarah came back and said, look, can, can you help? And um, maybe we'll go on and talk about it later on. But it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a difficult challenge from Sarah to, uh, uh, to get us to... Uh, rally round to to consider what we we can really do. So yeah, hats off to Sarah and the team of what they've done. You stole my question there, George, which was you know you've been chairing the the property advisors forum for the for the last last little little while. How I was going to ask how hard it was to get everyone on board and and um, uh, you know and help fund fund this program. I mean, do you know what? I mean, really easy, really really easy. Uh, I mean, Sarah and the team had developed a program that was really successful. Um, Everybody came together collectively and said, this is something that we should do. We could see the real value from it. Um, and, and really the ask was, can you seed the programme um, that then others can then benefit from? And um, frankly, there was advantage to, to everybody in doing that. So not a difficult task. Everybody leaned in and everybody committed and uh, has helped in the development. So, you know, very easy. Excellent. And Emily, from from your point of view, as as a uh, a business that would uh, use the services of of the advisory community, how how important is it for for you that these guys lean in and and learn and skill up? It's critical, Sam. That's that's the best way to put it. Without without having advisors understanding that it's not just writing a few words about sustainability in their due diligence we need deep technical knowledge now and we need them to really understand the importance that without that we cannot show 
what a brown discount is. We cannot show what a green premium might become because if we don't have enough knowledge about what is the building's condition and not just from a property condition about, you know, it's got a good roof, whether it's got a roof that can support solar panels, whether it's energy efficient and what that actually means in practice, we've got to really get beneath the skin of um, sustainability and particularly in buying and selling buildings it's now becoming investment critical because our investors are asking us to not just say, okay, well, what are you doing um, to save carbon emissions? They want to know how is the asset going to be future-proofed? And without that, we won't be able to deliver long-term value. So it's critical. Critical to you and, and clearly critical to the advisory community as, as well. Because if you, do, if you don't scale up, then the fees aren't going aren't to come your, come your way, George. Not at all. And um, I think, you know, I think the industry recognises that that sustainability isn't just an add on and it, and it can't just be an add on to what we do. It needs to be um, it needs to prevail across every aspect of the of the advice that we give. Um, and I think that's that's the kind of journey we're on at the moment. And I think the work that the team's doing on this programme is only going to serve to help um, that imperative. Fantastic. And Sarah, can you can you give us any more details on on what um, the community might learn on on the programme? What what skills are they going to pick up and and what I guess what homework will they have to do? I'm sure this isn't just a sit in a room and it will all all uh, just uh, flood in. There's a lot of homework to do, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so in terms of who the course is aimed at, Sam, I think one of the really important things as we move forward in sustainability is that what we really need, really need is training that's focused on specific roles and responsibilities. So uh, the course is very much kind of geared towards those in capital markets, investment advisory, valuation, leasing, transactions and so on. Um, so the, the the content is very much tailored to those audiences and there are two kind of parts uh, to the course really. Um, the first part is really sort of understanding the wider context. So what are the mega trends? What are the market drivers? What are the kind of sustainability issues that uh, clients are having to get to grips with and therefore advisors need to understand? You know, advisors need to understand what, what's driving, if you like, stakeholders to actually demand more in terms of sustainability, what regulation and legislation is there and so on, what issues are really material in terms of investment performance. So the first part of the course is all focused around that and the second part of the course is all focused on actually practically understanding those kind of mega trends and drivers how do you integrate these things into the advice that's offered across uh, the life cycle as an asset of an asset so whether that's uh, you know acquiring or disposing of assets leasing of assets uh, again value valuing or appraising assets and so on it's very much focused to actually giving those on the course a, a real understanding of uh, the kind of questions that they should be asking the kind of knowledge they should have the sort of evidence that they need to hand when when they talk with clients and actually all how all of those things impact on investment performance. Um, and to answer the second part of your question that I think was there, Sam, uh, the course has been designed uh, to really encourage um, two things. 
first of all, peer-to-peer -peer learning. So there are a lot of exercises within the course where those on the course will be engaging with one another, understanding different experiences that they've had in dealing with these issues. And the second thing is it's based on case studies as well. So you can talk to me real life examples and understand actually how sustainability issues can come to bear on the different forms of advice that are given. And yes, there is pre-course learning. Um, as uh, the, So uh, participants are actually required to do some learning in advance of the course. Um, and also there's post-course materials as well to help them once they've completed the course, get access to all, all of the materials they need, hopefully to help integrate this kind of knowledge into, into the everyday in their roles. And I think it, it, it's important, isn't it, that this is a a course that is open to to you know to all firm all advisory firms across the industry because you know we are seeing as George mentions everyone sort of does their own little bit but actually well, this needs to be a sort of standardised um, everyone learning um, the same the same thing and understanding in the in the same same way. Um, George, for for you as a as a as a business lead leader, are you looking to make sure that Cush, Cushman team are it's the you know sort of directors in the business going on this course? Do you want the the grads coming through the business to be be on there? Who do you want to be learning um, through this course? So so I think the beauty of this course is it's completely non hierarchical, Sam and. Um, the answer to the question is this this course is suitable for anybody in, in real estate, uh, whether you're at the start of the career of your career or the end of your career. So so I, I want I want as many people as possible to go through this course, um, irrespective of their level. And it goes back to what we said before. If you're going to advise clients in real estate, you've got to you've got to be um, you've got to have an awareness of, of these critical issues. So it doesn't matter what title, what level, what sector um, it's applicable for everybody. Fantastic. And um, we can't have this conversation without talking about um, the sort of attractiveness of this industry to different different people. Um, you know, there is, um, as, as we've talked about, a huge skills gap when it comes to sustainability knowledge. The industry, as we, we all know here, does have a huge issue when it comes to uh, diversity. Is this an opportunity for um for us to get more people interested in in the real estate sector um from a from an advisory point of view and and well I guess not just advisory across the across the whole of the the business e Emily you've been passionate about um sustainability for a long long time do you see more people with passion for for the environment looking to to real estate now because they know there are courses like this because they know they can make a difference? Absolutely. Um, Sam, I'm currently sitting in a room in a school at the moment because we're doing interview practice and sustainability has come up with every single student I've spoken to in one way or another, whether it's social or environmental or linking it all together in terms of seeing kind of holistic society benefits. Um, it, it's, it's pervading everything we do and therefore, I think there is a massive opportunity to be able to be using real estate as a force for good. And this advisors course, given the breadth and knowledge that advisors will have by the time they finished on lots of different sustainability um, topics, not necessarily technical knowledge, but how to understand the wider trends that Sarah spoke to. 
that's going to make such a big difference in, in, in terms of making our sector feel more appealing to these younger people who want to come and work in um, in this sector. And it, it won't just be seen to be you know, making money for you know, rich people or buying up property that then other people can't afford. There's a lot more that this sector is about. And I think we need to use sustainability to help frame that conversation. Absolutely. George, you're nodding. Well, everyone's nodding uh, along there. Yeah, no, I think Emily's spot on. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think we all know that 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 people who are making choices about coming into the real estate profession or or other other industries are looking for purpose in in what they do. We 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 know that. Um, and and if if our industry can't demonstrate purpose, then we're not going to attract the talent of tomorrow. And I think that um, sustainability. Um, social impact, which we're, we're not talking about today, but you know, I think we we under we underestimate social impact um, uh, as as a as a key uh, benefit that the real estate industry can provide. But whether it's social impact, whether it's environmental, these are these are critical purpose based um, uh, issues that that anyone considering a future profession is going to require. Um, as a matter of course, before making a choice. And if we're not talking about these things in the way that Emily's mentioned, um, then we're not going to attract talent. Sarah, do you feel a, um, a responsibility there, I, I suppose, to be able to to enable this learning, to uh, enable the industry to, to move forward, I suppose, to be, I'll even say, to be better? It's yeah. in your name. Yeah, it's in our name. Yeah, the Better Buildings Partnership indeed. I mean, I think that uh, one of the reasons I love working for the Better Buildings Partnership is because it is a not-for-profit business. It's a collaboration of major property owners. And do I personally feel a responsibility uh, for actually upskilling some of the sector? Absolutely. Yes, I do. Um, uh, Very passionate about, as Emily says, making this a sector that's a really attractive sector to work in. And um, I think for it to continue to be that, you know, sustainability has to be part of what we provide uh, for those future kind of uh, leaders and generations coming into our sector. Um, Does the BBP have a responsibility to do this? Yes, absolutely. Uh, One of our core objectives of, of the BBP is to improve professional understanding of sustainability issues. So yes, we have a responsibility, but I think one of the things you touched on, Sam, and actually George's as well, is that you know the BBP occupies um, a somewhat unique position in terms of being able to bring uh, organisations together, and one of the key principles of this course is that it's not course that's just available to BBP members. It's actually available to the wider industry, and that's really really important because as we know people move roles on a fairly frequent basis within the real estate sector and we need to be able to have a coherent skill base and a consistent skill base so that when people are looking to move or employ people from another organisation that actually sustainability skills is one of the things they look for and this is a course that they can point to that 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 provides people with that. Um, so yeah, absolutely. The responsibility weighs heavy, I think, on the shoulders of sustainability advocates and professionals sometimes. But in this case, um, 
I'm really delighted to have this responsibility and the reaction from the industry to this has really been fantastic and the leadership that the Property Advisors Forum has shown and also the original kind of funders of the course um, from the asset managers side of things has made this a really delightful project to work on and one that I've been really hugely inspired by by the people we've worked with to, to make it a reality. And isn't that brilliant that we can talk about um, real estate and what real estate's doing and being inspired by it? I think, you know, so often out there, we we don't talk about the the great stuff that real estate is doing, the impact that it can make. And we, we instead we talk about, you know, what impact it, it has from a negative point of view. And actually, we need to switch that around and through through learning and development. That's how that's how we do that. Sarah, you said the the course isn't just for BBP members. Anyone can um, can get onto it. Can you give us do do the pitch? Where do people go if they want to find out more about the course? How many can you take in the in the first uh, cohort? Um, what are your ambitions for it? How how do we how do we all sign up? Yeah, th- thanks for asking, Sam. I'm <laughs> happy to direct people uh, to the right places. So just to answer the practical questions, the cohorts for training are quite small, so we keep them to a maximum of 20 people uh, per cohort. And that's really to help enable that that kind of peer-to-peer learning. And absolutely, the courses are, are open to everyone. And you can either go to the BBP website um, and have a look there under our major projects, and it will direct you towards the ESG training, or you can go directly to the Hillbreak um, website and that will provide you with all of the different dates that can be signed up for and um, direct people through to the team at Hillbreak who who help to manage all the, all the registrations and so on. Fantastic and in terms of ambition is there another another segment of the the real estate industry that um, we can expect uh, um, some learnings for down, down the line or, or have you got it covered now with asset managers and the advisory community? Journalists? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go on it. I'd love to go on it. Yeah, I mean, Sam, just to come up, you're very welcome to to come on the course. Come, on, Absolutely. come, come and join. <laughs> Um, I think um, just to touch on the issue of the expansion of the course, Sam, I think uh, there are lots of other parts of the sector where upskilling is required. What we try and do at BBP is to fill a gap. So we're not just going to necessarily expand it for the sake of expanding it. uh, But if there's a demand there, we'll respond to that. But the other thing I wanted to add is that part of the development of the course going future going forward into the future is to actually look at specific issues in more depth. Um, So one of the next evolutions of the course is actually to develop individual modules focused on specific issues such as um, uh, disclosure regulations, data and benchmarking, sustainable finance, social value, um, net zero. Um, And so that's the bit we're going to be working on next to kind of take the foundations that we've built in these two courses uh, but then actually give people the opportunity to dive a little bit more deeply into some of these subject areas where, you know, we really do need to start developing that depth of knowledge as well as the breadth. And this is continuous learning, isn't it, when we come to sustainability, particularly in our world. There is regulate new regulation coming. There is um, there's just so much so much to learn all the time. The technology is changing all the time, allows us to to do more things. Emily, from from your point of view and your your career so far in in this um, part of the real estate industry, have you found that that you're learning all the time and there's um, something that you have to 
go and, and figure out and and feedback to to your business and to to those around you absolutely sam um, and by the way i think it would be great if you joined the the course give us a good write-up as well <laughs> anytime um, so yes in in the sense that everything is constantly changing we're operating in this world that people have called VUCA, which is volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous. And actually the main role of sustainability um, leaders is to actually navigate that change with their organisations and with you know, the C-suite. Because without being able to accept that you don't know all the answers, we can't move forward. We are going to be in this situation a lot of the time now going forward. You know, no one expected the Ukraine war to happen. You know, things are constantly changing. And I think businesses need to understand that doing things the way we always have and expecting to have, you know, one knowledge area and that just sticking in that area the whole way through, that's not going to be the future. We have to be able to constantly want to learn and have a growth mindset not only as individuals but as organizations too so yes is the answer to your question does it and this is you know i always um quite cruelly i suppose joke around the advisory community that actually it, you, you don't you like you don't have to be that smart to be an advisor it's quite you know buildings aren't aren't that difficult but that is unfair and untrue because actually doing buildings well whether it's new new buildings or existing existing buildings um takes a lot of knowledge and expertise particularly now in this world where we are always looking through the lens lens of esg and emily you right at the beginning of this conversation said this course was absolutely critical um to for the advisory community from from your point of view George, do you do you see it as critical in the for advisors as well in that, you know, that that knowledge piece is more intense now than it might have been um, perhaps when you began your career? D definitely. I mean, I think we're in a world of opportunity that's that's um, driven by our client base and just not knowing the answers to the questions that that people are asking. Um, I think that's a fantastic place for, for advisors to be in. And those advisors who are curious, who who go out of their way to, to build knowledge um, are going to be those who are successful uh, and relevant uh, in the future. So, yeah, I think it's, it's a tremendous opportunity um, for, for those to differentiate um, and courses like these and a, a curiosity to continue to learn, which is something that Emily's just touched on, I, I think will we'll, 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 we'll differentiate the best from the rest. Yeah, curiosity doesn't kill the cat. It actually makes us uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot better. And uh, but I know both Sarah and I have black cats wandering around but, but, but behind us, so definitely no killing of them allowed. Um, I guess to, to, to round us up and um, uh, for this conversation, I'd love to know from from each of you, I guess from uh, George, the one thing that you really want to take away as a participant of this course, for Emily, from you, the one thing you really want when you're talking to to your advisors that you want them to understand that you don't you know you don't have to give them the answer all the time. They can give you an answer on something. And and Sarah, for for you, the one thing that you want the 
community to come to the BBP and say, actually, can we also have have this? We need we need this kind of kind of knowledge. Um, I will start, George, with you. Your critical piece of learning that yeah, you want. I think it goes back to what Sarah said at the start, which is which is shared learning and shared understanding. I think it's you know as I say, I don't think anybody has the 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 um, the divine solution. Uh, so I think the collective sharing of of knowledge and best practice, I think, um, is what uh, I will be looking most for uh, from the course. Fantastic, thank you, Emily. As, as well as your participation, Sam. And my participation, yes. <laughs> um, I think it goes to what Sarah said earlier about the fundamental of the course, which is understanding how sustainability fits into the property life cycle. Often it can feel that with the buying and selling of buildings, that's quite short term, but there's a massive more, there's, massive, there's a lot more to it than just buying and selling. It's the management, it's how you're disposing and understanding how you can properly integrate sustainability into each and every piece of that isn't necessarily a one size fits all, but learning those skills so that each time the new opportunities come up, you can use what you've learned to say, OK, well, I understand now that at the management side, I need to be making sure I'm looking for green con contracts as compared to at the buying side, really need to get beneath the skin of not if it's just a Briam excellent building, but what is it that is making it a Briam excellent building? What is the energy intensity? So I think what I want is to be able to see advisors have a much better understanding of sustainability across the property life cycle, and then to be using that knowledge to give us the best advice as to how we can manage those assets for our investors. Just a small ask from you then, Emily. <laughs> Little one. <laughs> Sarah. So I suppose, yeah, I mean, what I'd really like to see people asking the BBP or saying to the BBP when they come out of the course is having gained all this knowledge, now, now that we understand the context for sustainability and we can see what needs to be integrated into the um, uh, advisory uh, uh, advice that we give to our clients, I would like them coming out of the course saying, actually, having seen all this, we need to go faster. With ESG, we need to go deeper. But I would also like the community to come forward and say, actually, we're also willing to share knowledge, to share and to share the evidence of what's happening in the market. Uh, because one of the big gaps at the moment in this area is actually being able to evidence and being able to demonstrate how sustainability has affected a deal or a transaction or you know has led to price chipping or perhaps you know improved the rental value so i guess i would like the, the communities come away saying well we need to go faster we need to go deeper and here's the evidence that we have that this is really beginning to have an impact that's fantastic and we should set some targets i suppose around around these courses, around the um, the industry collaboration on these things and say this, you know, we have a we have a target out there. We have a date that is getting very, very close. Um, we do have to move faster. This is how we're going to do it. So perhaps after um, the first couple of courses go through, we should gather back together, bring some of the advisors together alongside the asset managers and say, OK, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it and, and hold everyone myself included, to, to account on, on that. Does that sound like a deal? Absolutely.
Yeah, definitely. It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Just to gather everybody to say, together to understand the impacts of the course and to gather them together to say collectively, what can we do going forward? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you um, can help organise that some. I'm, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can. Because, you know, this isn't a com competition, is it? This is a, this has to be a collaboration if we really want to want to make a difference. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, one for enabling this course. I'm looking forward to, to seeing the results of it uh, and going on it. Of course, um, I was going to say I've been bullied into that, but there's no bullying needed. I think it sounds <laughs> sounds really, really interesting. Uh, and let's set that date for coming back, uh, learning from everyone who's been th through the course and bringing more and more people uh, onto this very, very important agenda. But for now, Thank you for joining us on the EG Property Podcast, George, Sarah and Emily.